Call with Dads, your podcast for unscripted conversations and honest opinions about what matter to dads. Join the call in this journey called fatherhood. Now here are your hosts to get things started. E.A. Maynard, the man of many words and some of them could make sense. Hi, I'm E.A. Maynard. Along with Mr. Pancakes, who is working to bring back family traditions starting with breakfast. This is Mr. Pancake, and this is Call with Dads. So let's hop into this and <laughs> okay. discuss Good. just discuss um, milestone and yeah. the different things. Now, I don't know about you. I I seriously tried to look, and I didn't want to look like the developmental mile, milestones that. Yeah. It, it seems like a lot of that was all you could find online was them mm-hmm. talking about, and a lot of it was only up to the first two years, and after that, it was like right. they don't tell you anything. So I mean, yeah. for milestones, what mm-hmm. what because when I suggested this, my my view or my thought of it was going to be going down things like you know the first obviously the first time your kid walks, right. the first smile, the first hug, the first time right. you realize your kid actually likes you and is not just <laughs> dealing with you because you feed it. Yeah, you know what I mean, <laughs> him or her, whatever <laughs> your child is, but yeah. things like that, like. There's still milestones to come. Our kids are fairly young and all this. So where were your mind going when I started this idea? Um, So, I mean, milestones, when I think of milestones, I mean, my daughter's still four. I mean, she turns five in like three weeks, two weeks, something like that. So she's basically five. But for some, you know, because my kid is so young, my mindset automatically from milestones goes to, you know, the first two years, three years of a kid, you know, but there, I mean, there's so many more milestones all throughout their life and all the way into adulthood. I mean, you know, one of my big milestones was retiring from the military. You know, I mean, I did my service, I did my time and then I retired, you know, so that was a big milestone as an adult, you know, right. um, but there's a lot of milestones as a child. Um, I, I mean, my, my mindset on milestones, I probably have, some kind of variations of milestones for children because uh, I, I mean i've read a lot of stuff about milestones and so on and so forth how they should be treated and this and that um most of the books that you read and i'll agree with it when you uh when you have a kid that's in the first two years the the milestones should be celebrated you know what i mean you, like you said and the kid walks yeah good job you know um First time the kid eats a broccoli, yeah, good job. You really, really ought to be celebrating that stuff, um, and you really ought to try to find like, I mean, if you uh, there, you also should set, you know, read other books and try and find milestones that you typically wouldn't think about, and you would want to set milestones. Maybe write them down, get a board or something for you to remember, or whatever, to help you remember them, and then go through them with your kid. That way, you can manage your child's development. Um, but after a certain age, too much praise can almost push a child in into some form of ego status. I mean, not necessarily like I'm a big, you know, awesome, right. so on and so forth, but almost where they get like they, they think they're more special than other people or stuff like that. So um, you don't want to I mean, you don't want to like down a kid, you know, no, but... they, they do a good job. Be like, eh. So, you know, I mean, you, you just want to be like. You know, because I, there was a something I was reading. Um, I think I, it was. I think it was actually a Jordan Peterson article. He was talking about it, sort of. It was a kid, kids, probably you know, ten, twelve, you know, early teens, stuff like that. When when a child does things good, you know, but it's obviously not the best of the best of the best. You know, you want to be honest with the kid. You want to talk right. to them. Be like, oh, you did a pretty good job. You know what I mean? I think you'd do a little bit better. Uh, next time, straighten up them lines. It give, it gives the child to, something to go for, you know, to get better. Because if you don't ever tell the kid that, then they think they did the best they could ever do, and they'll never do any better from that point on. Right. I mean, obviously, I don't have any experience in that, but I, I do think that does hold weight in my eyes anyways. Right. We'll find out in a couple of years, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you and I both. Now, personally, I kind of look at – like for an example, I I see a big difference, especially right now with my daughter being just about to hit two, right. and my son coming up on six years old. So mm-hmm. he's five and a half or something like that. So 
I kind of sit there and think about it and, you know, my daughter, I'm constantly good job clapping. Yay. All this and giving her praise because for her, a lot of the things that she's doing is new for her. Yeah. It's she's at that age. Yeah. My son, for me, I'll sit there and go, good job. You're, you're doing good. I don't get the Mm -hmm. excitement or I don't show that excitement because a lot of it's stuff he's done. He should know to do Mm -hmm. and things like that. And the one thing that dawned on me or made me think about this was the fact of the, as both the kids get older and as your kid gets older, it's going to be kind of, kind of where like the big milestones that you look at are not Mm -hmm. as common. So you don't sit there and go, yay, you finally ate your vegetables. It's about time. You should have been eating those. Right. Right. Generally, but like riding a bike, they're, their first kiss um which yeah. every dad's going to dread that first kiss yeah. right? well every dad <laughs> unless it's daughter. the boy if the boy unless does it yeah high five there buddy <laughs> good job <laughs> i don't know i'm gonna be scared when my son does it for the fact of yeah because once he starts down that road of girls mm-hmm. then it's a whole nother realm uh, yeah and then and then you have to also think about this. So for me, right? Don't get stuck in child support forever, boy. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's also I think about like the challenges I'm gonna give any mm-hmm. kid that comes to date my daughter. Right. And like I, I think about my brother. Great guy gives would probably give you the shirt off his back if you needed it. All this, right. but he's you know how there's these people that just are very happy to be rednecks, big guy. <laughs> I, I'm literally the, I'm just a hair under six foot and just a hair above 200 pounds. Right. And I'm the smallest one, smallest guy in my family. Hmm. My brother at six foot five, six foot six, something like that. Yeah, that's a big dude. Yeah. And he has a ton of guns and all this. Yeah. Trust me, my daughter, when she starts dating, I'm going to have him come. I'll pay his airfare. I'll pay his gas, whatever it is. <laughs> But on the other hand, I also think about the fathers that's the same mindset when my son goes out to date. Right. So, yeah. I mean, when that milestone hits, it's not, yay, it's, hey, be polite. Right. This, act like. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's. Yeah. Teach him. The, I mean, these are things that you teach a child and a boy about uh, being a man and how to treat a girl. I mean, so. You know, it's important for men and boys to learn that stuff. I mean, there's a lot of feminists and stuff out there. Well, the man shouldn't be, you know, blah, blah, over me and this and that. But, yeah, well, the man needs to be a leader and the man needs to come and open your door. You know, you may be all blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, why wouldn't you want that? You know, I don't know. It's somebody being nice to you. (laughs) And here's the thing is. So respect. Yeah. And it's my opinion. I want my daughter to be with somebody that's going to treat her like a woman and treat her nicely, respect her and all this. And I would want my son to be with a woman who expects that kind of treatment. And mind you, sarcasm, whatever it comes out is what it is, but still show that respect, show that mannerism, things like that. And a lot of that, you don't know how well you did. You can think you did great, Mm -hmm. but until they hit those milestones, but I mean, it. Another thing that got me thinking about it is like my daughter. Like I said, with my daughter at that stage of hitting a ton of milestones at a young age, my son well yeah. past them. I'm also sitting there thinking, you know, I like to say I'm always remember my daughter doing this, and right. I'm always remember this moment. Yeah. And what I one thing I realized also about all this is I'll always remember the feeling. But yeah, I really. Like we have videos and I have a video of when my son just started walking. I don't remember if it was his first first time walking, if it was his hundredth time. We yeah. were praising him. But at the same time, it's like, you know, I remember when he started doing things. I was excited. I was happy for him. And it still makes me happy to think about. But on the same token, it's one of those things that I think I read and I forget who wrote it. Something about... You might not remember every milestone, every achievement, and everything that happens, but you'll remember you'll remember the love, the feeling, and the joy that it gave you. Yeah, yeah, and for sure. Because I read, I was 
actually just before we hopped on here was reading Reddit. And what a wonderful mm-hmm. place to read things from good <laughs> job to what is this person thinking. Yeah, and, Reddit's an interesting forum. <laughs> oh, it definitely is. But it gives you a lot of different insights into yeah. some of the things because people post anonymously. So yeah, a lot right. of people, they have no fear of saying what they're thinking or the problem. Yeah, And, you know, one guy was saying that he doesn't understand why so many fathers in this father Reddit, subreddit, whatever it's called, were so focused on being there for the child. It's like, it's like I don't remember any of my kids' moments, milestones, whatever you want to call them. Right. And a lot of people are going there just saying, hey, it's not about remembering them. You'll, It's about learning right. and accepting and finding that they're advancing, they're improving. And right. being there, they won't remember it, but they will also remember the connection to it. Yeah. I mean, your daughter being almost five now, do you remember her first steps? Um, barely. I mean, I I don't really remember that much. I remember that it happened. Um, but I mean, there's her, most of her milestones are uh, they're all put down in a book. I mean, that's honestly, I'll be honest with you, it's kind of a mom thing. <laughs> Moms typically track and follow right. all that stuff, and I'm more than happy to do it. She just wanted to, so I was like, whatever, and let you do it. You know, I'm all about the milestones. Um, but I mean, I I think I focused, and I mean, su- such as a man should. I think I focused on certain things uh, more than others. Like for me, is like you said, re- remembering the milestone was like who cares. You know, what I mean, uh, I know it's happening for me. Uh, focusing on the milestone and teaching the child how to or how to be better or do whatever that milestone may be, such as walk. You know, Mm -hmm. if she's learning to walk, you know, I should be the one there holding my arms out, kind of backing up a little bit, letting her try to grab them. You know, that's that's my job. You know, mom's job is to be filming or cheering or remembering and writing down and stuff like that. Um, you know, and there's there's a few different ones, you know, like e- eating solid foods is a good one. You know, um, I, I'm the one that needs to be sitting there, you know, put it put it here and bite it off like that. You know, then put it back here in two, you know, before <laughs> right. you swallow. You know, that, that's it's the the father's kind of role. And I mean, it's it's something for me naturally came. You know, I mean, I naturally wanted to guide my child in those Whereas her, my wife, was more along the lines of, like, remembering and documenting and all that stuff So for the future. So, uh, but, yeah, you're definitely right. I mean, remembering that stuff is kind of like, come on, there's no way to remember it. You know, remember yeah. everything. It's impossible. So, so now here's, here's one that, like, and I literally just experienced yeah. this, I think, last night or something like that. A, might have been one or two days ago but you remember the movie cinderella man with russell crowe in it the box boxing yeah. during the great depression all this right so my i had that movie on it it was on mm. netflix at least at the time of this recording it's on netflix right. and we we had it on and like i was getting excited like because boxing you gotta love a nice right nice little boxing movie <laughs> so it was the final fight, and my son comes up wearing um, oven mitts on both hands. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was sitting on the floor playing with my daughter, and right. my son comes up and just starts punching me. Like, <laughs> punching me in the back and punching me in the arms and all this yeah. stuff. And, you know, my wife's in there going, don't do that, yelling at him. Don't do that. I'm like, that's right. You're getting too close to my face. I don't want my glasses broken. I'm like, hit the chest. <laughs> yeah hit, here. Like, hit the yeah. chest hit the arms hit yeah. the stomach right like don't leave bruises yeah. <laughs> to me that that yeah. is probably one of many milestones to me that you don't really think about until they happen right. because at that point it's like he's he's showing that he has the the willingness to fight yeah. which whatever he's you showing, think yeah, showing boyhood i mean it's what boys yeah. do yeah Exactly. Shoney's willing to fight, standing up for things mm-hmm. and being willing. And I gave him a few punches back, mind you. 
Yeah, they, yeah, of course. The cat probably hit him harder than I was, but, <laughs> but generally, it's it kind of made me also think about the fact of how mm. many milestones occur that are, I guess, unwritten milestones. Yeah, right. There's so, probably quite a few to think about. Um, you know what I mean? Like for girls, like my for my daughter, like she, I mean she. We we hate dolls. Me and my my wife hates dolls. She's like, oh, I don't <laughs> want my daughter to play with dolls. It's all weird, and they're all evil looking at night and whatever. <laughs> but n- for some reason, naturally, my daughter wants to play with dolls. She's got dolls, you know what I mean. And then she started dressing them up, and you know, and she even takes them and puts them in the little bed and puts a little blanket over them and puts a little pillow under her head and says good night, gives them a kiss, good night, so on and so forth. So she's, I mean, she's she's playing with dolls, you know, she's learning to dress them up. She's uh, mimicking mother behavior. Um, right. And th- these are all, I mean, odd to think about, but milestones that, you know, girls, females uh, kind of do on their own. Because, I mean, it is common for the daughter or the female to mimic the mother's behavior. And that's a kind of a milestone in their age, you know, developmental stuff, because, Mimicking behavior is an age developmental thing because I was reading, we were reading about that because our daughter does it a lot. She mimics behavior and um, she copies a lot, you know. But I mean, it's normal. It's normal with kids. And we're kind of trying to figure out when she's supposed to stop, when we're supposed to correct it, so on and so forth. Um, And, you know, so she started kind of mimicking uh, her mom probably when she was like, I would say two. Um, And typical milestones on that is like four. Uh, so she started doing it way early. So, I mean, that's, I would say that's, I mean, that's a milestone, you know, and uh, for me, we praised her on that, you know what I mean? Because we want her to be a girl. <laughs> She's right. a girl, but in today's society, it's like, uh, people are being, people are being weird lately. So, oh, yeah. tell me about it. My son, this, this girl milestone is like awesome. You know what I mean? So, right. Well, but, I mean, yeah, people, like my son loves bugs and my yeah. daughter loves bugs because my son loves them and she follows them around. And right. But <laughs> like my ma got them a little bug vacuum gun mm-hmm. and he took it down to the park because he wanted to catch some bugs and he couldn't find any in the yard. So he thought he might catch them at the park and people are actually complaining that he has this bug vacuum gun. Going, <laughs> Why would he bring a gun to the park? <laughs> and, uh, and it's like, come on, people! Yeah. It's a toy vacuum. Right. It's a little to suck toy up thing. bugs. Yeah, give me a break. Get, yeah, get something right. untied, relax a little bit. Right. But but, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, reading a lot of this stuff. I mean, I, I mean, I've pulled up a few articles about it. I mean, and, and it's it, it's got a lot of great points. I mean, there's stuff like, uh, I mean, at at their age, you know, at those younger ages. Um, encouraging positive behavior, um, you know, when, when they're doing certain things. Um, and these, these are some of the uh, some of the parenting books my wife has read. And I mean, she tells me about a lot of stuff. You know, she wants me to read them, too. But a lot of times I'm like, no, it's dumb. Uh, but I, I do read some of them. Um, and a lot of the stuff does talk about praise for certain milestones and i mean not not necessarily only milestones either but like when they do good like if they eat their broccoli oh all right good job you ate all your broccoli you know i didn't even eat mine you ate all yours good job you know and just to get them to encourage that positive behavior you know obviously you want to be um you want to be a good example too so you're like all right well i got didn't finish mine so i better eat it so eat yours and then you positively exampled and you encouraged positive behavior and that's i mean it's a simple milestone you know what i mean and then after a while you'll start you'll see a milestone of where they're just gonna eat it you know with nobody telling them to eat it you know what i mean they're just gonna want it my daughter actually we we do a lot of veggies and stuff like that my daughter actually eats plain raw vegetables all on her own without anybody asking she actually will go to the fridge now and she's got a little stool she takes her stool and pushes it up to the fridge she'll open the fridge get out some carrots and just sit there and crack on them for a while all by herself like, yeah, okay, not going to complain. <laughs> I was going to say that that's something I know my son, he's and maybe it's a girl thing because my daughter mm. right now, she's not as picky as my son. But right. I have to basically say, hey, either eat this 
or we're not reading a book or we're not right. doing school. Weirdly enough, I actually use schoolwork as a bribery too. Yeah. Do this or we're not going to go do schoolwork af afterwards. Yeah. So my son enjoys learning and all this, but there's, you know, there's good and bads of every kid. Oh, the yeah. good is, is they're going to do all these different things. The bad is, is yeah. they're not going to hit every milestone you're thinking they're going to hit when you think they're going to yeah. hit it. Yeah. Because that's another thing is like, I think we spoke about it before. My son had um speech delay. Right. And he basically he went through for quite some time not talking and we have mm. our different theories of what caused it. Right. But the fact is is now he the way he talks, most adults that he talks to are sitting there going, He's one of the brightest kids we've ever talked to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even he got kicked out of well, he went through seven or eight daycare. Kicked out of three or four of them, and each one always mentioned how smart he was at, mm -hmm. at all the different ages. Right. But just if he didn't want to listen to what they were saying, he would figure out a way to get away from them and do his own thing. Which, you know, you're sitting there going, okay, so he's a pro he's solving problems, he's thinking things through, which right. is good. But because he didn't talk, which you would sit there and go, the milestone should be he's talking, he's getting yeah. out his what he wants to do and you know that's one of those milestones that literally like um one of the people we dealt with made a comment to us as we're trying to get all this stuff taken care of they're like like don't worry he he will be going to college or going out in the real world and he will be talking by that time at least he'll yeah. he'll be up to speed but yeah. every kid has their own pace their own way of doing stuff right and it's it's kind of like, you know, like my wife and I were discussing today about she's thinking maybe we should look at private schools for my son again. And yeah. I'm like, OK, I'm like, and me, I'm still heavily focused on the mindset of homeschooling. Yeah. So private school, public school, homeschooling, whatever side you're on. And my son, like, and the reason I don't want to send him to private school, at least definitely not right now, yeah. is he doesn't have the patience to sit yeah so still yeah maybe next year like literally when we're doing our online classes for him mm -hmm. he'll go from the chair to on top of the desk to in my <laughs> lap to back on the desk to i have yeah. to pause the lesson and say okay leave the cat alone <laughs> all these things i mean and yeah. some of these lessons are only like five or ten minutes long right and it's like Okay, and usually it takes about an hour, hour and a half to get through the lessons, mm -hmm. and then the rest of the day he's playing and learning by doing and things like that. So, mm -hmm. and I've told my wife that I think homeschooling is definitely the better option, but again, it's the right now at least where yeah. a lot of schools, private or public, mm -hmm. wants the kid just to sit down, shut up, and behave. Yeah, yeah. And I was I listened to a podcast where a lady started homeschooling because she was trying to get her kids into a Christian private school right. and the school recommended the kid get looked at for um ADHD. The doctor came back said no the kid's fine doesn't need medicine doesn't have ADHD and then right. the school yeah. came back and said well we still think that you should get them on real and we can suggest another doctor that'll prescribe it. Yeah. And they're just trying to get them on a drug. <laughs> right. And it what it sounded like is is the kid had the same situation as my son where he's an active boy. He's yeah. and that and Just eventually he'll out. and that's eventually he'll get there to where he sits and behaves and does yeah. all these things, but right. He just hasn't hit that milestone to do it and at the same yeah. time he's surpassing other milestones of academics so i mean right. like school we started school he's almost halfway through the first grade english he's finished kindergarten science and into first grade science his math is still challenging so bad asian yeah. <laughs> but bad asian kid <laughs> bad asian he's only right? half so yeah well mm. i guess he got his math half from me yeah which <laughs> is funny but i mean generally 
he's surpassing a lot of milestones and yeah i don't we talked about your daughter she was just talking very quickly you said and yeah. just very hitting milestones very very quickly yeah she so she did a lot of uh a lot of very in like like those type of things like very academic and smarts type stuff um she's very active when it comes to doing things um but she won't um do risky behavior she's not very into like like even like the monkey bars she doesn't like the monkey bars she needs help with them she wants to learn to do them but she's too afraid now when it comes down to talking should talk all day when it comes down to meeting strangers should should go be best friends with a stranger like instantly you know i mean she'll she'll win the heart of anyone almost instantly um she she knows how to behave very very well um mostly in public uh not so much at home (laughs) but uh she she will i mean she she picked up on math very simple she picked up on speech and language almost instantly um so much so we started teaching her multiple languages um you know we 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 teach her spanish all the time um we, we kind of do some korean words and stuff like that here and there just for funsies but uh we started we we continue to do the spanish but we also added um sign language so she's she's now like learning sign language and she picks up on it like not like it's not like nothing she's in a, a when it comes to that type of stuff it's she's a sponge you know what i mean she picks it up and can do it like no big deal um she just doesn't do uh dangerous things she says i mean but she's a girl so it's to be expected you know um i try to encourage that stuff but and that could be a personality thing right yeah my my wife is like that she my wife will go out of her way to not do anything dangerous i'm the like very violent and dangerous one (laughs) (laughs) yeah if there's not blood involved we're at a problem there's a problem then why is there no blood <laughs> there needs to be blood and beer why is there no beer eh. <laughs> well like i said look at it beer was, blood. <laughs> who, who doesn't that's why who doesn't love a good boxing movie right heck yeah yeah absolutely but, but yeah she she's actually you know it's a really weird thing for that my daughter does that i find very odd that a four-year-old can do them she can do like you know puzzles like the cardboard puzzles not like puzzles on your phone or dumb stuff right. like that like a cardboard puzzle that you put on a table with all the little pieces and stuff like the jigsaws yeah like a jigsaw puzzle right there you go that's the word jigsaw puzzle she can do a jigsaw puzzle and i'm not talking like an eight piece one i'm talking she can do like a thousand or a 1500 piece like jigsaw puzzle and one that has a picture on it that's unbelievably obnoxious you know I mean? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, yeah, and she's four. She does them like we'll put it on the table, and she'll sit there and do it with my wife. It'll take them typically like two days, and I'll knock it out. And my little my little girl sit there and just oh this one goes there, no this one goes there, and like I'm sitting there like I'll come over and help and be like I can't. uh, What am I looking at here? What's this? Uh, Oh, this one's purple. Uh, Where's the other purple piece? Is there other? Is there more purples? And I'm like I'm. I'm lost. I have no idea what's going on. And they're over there like, oh, so weird. How how can you be four and do a 1,500-piece, you know, jigsaw puzzle? I don't (laughs) think I've ever done a 15. Not to say I can't, but I don't think I've ever done one myself. And I sure can guarantee my my five-and-a-half-year-old is not doing a – I mean, but now now on the same token, he's – He's involved in nature classes, which I think yeah. I might have mentioned if I didn't. Eh. Yeah. But like he did, we signed him up for this one that went through a um, nature class that was sponsored by the county, right? Right. So it was only like a $10 nature ca- class or something. And my son's out there with the instructor teaching the cl- that's teaching this class, the person that's supposed to know the these things. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, well, these are black army ants. He goes, no, they're wood ants. And, <laughs> and she then she goes, okay, well, this is a, she named off another bug. And he goes, no, sorry, this is a, and the third bug she comes to, she goes, do you know what this is? He goes, yes, it's an inch beetle. And she's like, 
she just awesome. had this look yeah. and it's like, all right you know, kids see that tree over there <laughs> you go over there all right everybody let's go this way <laughs> basically and it's kind of that whole scenario that and i guess this is also kind of you see a lot of parents worrying about not hitting these milestones like i said right we we had the concern my son's speech delay but yeah. at this point it's like it, a lot of things dawn on me and it kind of also dawns on me reading this book that i'm reading at a snail's pace called um eight great smarts mm-hmm. i mentioned it before we have it up on pancakeswithdad.com pancakeswithyourdad.com and the fact is is yeah. one thing that is is and i've always said this that just because i have this the intelligence in this area mm-hmm. so i can bs very well i can I can do restaurant design. I can do computer stuff. I can fairly put a simple website together, things like that. I have those intelligent areas of, or the areas of intelligence there. Right. My brother, him and my son is going to get along well for the fact of they both love the outdoors. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to probably be lost on a lot of the conversations they might have. And they have that nature smarts, that smarts that... Mm -hmm. The intelligence that involves being out in nature, understanding it, things like right. that. And, yeah. you know, it's... it's There's not, some people have this, some people have that. And, like, I was never in high school and in school, I was never a big reader. I had a mild case of dyslexia. Right. Still do, but I've just learned to, after I discovered what I had, I took the yeah. steps to learn how to deal with it. Right. But, Generally, it, reading is not something most people with dyslexia enjoys doing. Yeah. And I think that's why audiobooks have become so fantastic. Yeah. But the fact also is, is that people's different areas of intelligence can power, is what keeps the whole world going. Because if, if, I, if everyone was so dialed in on nature, then they wouldn't be dialed in on the engineering of an aircraft or the engineering of the next car like i think toyota might might be just came out saying that they're doing a new a new engine that's not electric but running on ammonium oh that's weird yeah oh but the (laughs) emissions and everything else and it's all this is supposed to be much beyond the um beyond what the evs are doing Mm -hmm. so I'm interested in seeing that, but it's the same concept. Right. You think the the group of people that figured that out, their milestones were the same as my sons of being able to tell a adult nature class teacher, you got your bugs wrong. This is the right bug. This is the right bug. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They were probably at five years old tearing apart the radios back then. There's radios and things like this, handheld radios and Walkmans Mm. and what so have you that they were probably the ones tearing those apart. The parents go, no, I just bought that. You know, right. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, I, yeah, I would say that's, that's something like a lot of fathers and parents uh, overall need to, you know, kind of understand when they are, especially when they're new, when they're new parents. I mean, if they're two and three kids deep, you know, for the most part, <laughs> you're going to kind of get it, you know, you right. already got it at that point. Um, but you're, if you're a new parent, you know, that's one of the biggest things you're going to have to kind of understand when you if you all there's there's a hundred different books and pamphlets and things other. out there about milestones and um, what to do and what to look for. And your kids should be this this age and this time and this and that. Yeah, I mean, your doctor is going to give you one. You know, I mean, your right. your pediatrician, he will give you literally a pamphlet that will have an exact to did to the date timeline. But if you can't reasonably think and understand that that is a generalized timeline, it's not exact. No one is exact and no one will be the same. This kid's going to start talking at one. This kid's going to start walking at six months and that kid's going to start talking at three. But, you know, does, you know, you see what I'm saying? Right. So it's that that's something parents need to understand. Um, and I wouldn't I wouldn't get too hard on kids or your kid if you're uh if they're not 
on a milestone that you want them to be on, especially if they're a little bit older. I mean, if they're one, I mean, you could scream at the kid, bloody murder, and the kid's just kind of sausage face, you know, doesn't really know at that at that age. At that age, it's not really, I mean, they can kind of feel feelings, you know what I mean? And they understand, right. they feel the emotion, but for the most part, it's just kind of in one ear and out the other. But when they get about three or four years old, and there's, you know, milestones of where they should be starting to learn to color inside the lines. Uh, you know, they should be starting to be able to uh, write down letters, you know, from, you know, the alphabet. They need to remember, at least be able to remember one through ten, you know, stuff like that. They right. can they can pinpoint and tell you what red and blue, you know, when you mix them together, it makes purple. You know, those those type of simple milestones. I mean, if if they don't get it exactly, I mean, it shouldn't be harping on them. You shouldn't throw them to the wolves. At that age, you want to be kind of guiding them and helping them a little bit more along the lines. But, well, yeah, not every kid is going to be exactly, you know, right. well, to the it's paper. Like when before we decided to just before, well, let me rephrase that. Before my yeah. wife got on board with me of walking completely away from public school because mm-hmm. they are what they are. Right. Literally, we went to an orientation where they were talking about if your kid doesn't know how to say the alphabet, then right. don't worry about it. I'm sitting here thinking, now mind you, my son figured out how to read like, I would say, two, literally when he actually did start talking. Right. He is. I think he started really talking when he started really reading things either off the TV or on a book and pointing it out or things like that. So he started with reading. So when they said, don't worry if your kid doesn't know the alphabet, I'm sitting there thinking, what kid going into kindergarten doesn't know the alphabet? Yeah. And I mean, and that was just my thinking, but like, it's one of those things that I realized some people don't either think about teaching their kids this. Right. Kind prior, of, prior to school, yeah, they don't teach right. their kids that stuff. You know what I mean? So, and the, here's one thing I want to jump back for one second. When you mentioned yeah. that the pediatrician should be telling you about the milestones, this and that, one right. thing that I would suggest, because like I said, with my son's speech delay, which I brought up a few times, because obviously right. we're talking about milestones here, mm-hmm. the one thing that we dealt with was we had – we had a pediatrician that we liked and then the old man retired. Yeah. And then, happen. and then because at that time the, he, sh- my son should have started talking more and more. None mm-hmm. of these new pediatricians we were dealing with that was in this practice would tell us these different things. Right. So they would note it on the reports, but never pointed out to me. Right. Not really so, much. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and this is, I will probably say this quite a few times is you should always be ready to fight, ask questions and just be a pain in somebody's neck for your kid's sake. Right. Yeah, so absolutely, the, especially when it comes to the doctor. Yeah. And the reason I say that is obviously my son was our first kid. So right. I didn't know, ask what milestone should I be looking for? What sure. should I be paying attention to? Now we have our kids that are in a, um, in a doctor's office, a pediatrician who's at the pediatrician's telling us, these are the milestones I'm looking for. These are what I'm looking for. Or at my son's age, it's basically, he's hidden all of his milestones for several years. So as long as he's healthy. Kind of knowing them ahead of time and having your doctor tell them to you can kind of also help you if, you know, you're not, if the kid doesn't pick, start picking it up on its own, you can kind of, Give it a push. Give the right. child a push. Hey, go. Hey, try this. You know. Right, but in my, yeah, you can sure. easily Google what the standard mi- milestones yeah. are. Yeah, absolutely. But in general, it also helps to ask them, just because if it's a good pediatrician, at least in my opinion, he or she's going to sit there and tell you what the milestones are and explain to you, so you understand what to expect and make sure that right. you know if you need to worry if it's they're doing this but not this or what so have you. Right. You know, and yeah, absolutely. So the pediatricians finding a good pediatrician is vital because yeah. if you like I said, we had a great pediatrician until he retired and yeah. It was just we got one more pediatrician in that practice for like maybe two or three visits, then he was mm-hmm. gone and 
we I said I'm tired of you people, and we went to a different yeah. pediatrician. So it's I mean, the it's, kind of thing that stinks. It's hard to find a good pediatrician. We've oh, been really through is. so many. <laughs> right, and you know, at at the beginning, that is important because you need to find mm. a good one that's going to be. And you know, it's hard to because if you need to go to one each time because especially when they're babies yeah. and i don't know about like in other states but for example here in virginia where i'm at you can have the records they're digitally on file so that if you go from one doctor to another just kind of move in they they can see all the record right yeah so, that, that's important for keep right. that stuff keep that information right yeah, absolutely which i i think a centralized which i i know the good and bads of it but yeah but generally people people don't go to the doctors like they used to anymore right. i mean i i couldn't tell you the last time i've seen a doctor let alone go to a doctor to a same right. doctor regularly yeah i mean last time i see a doctor was that those teledocs or something yeah or i have i have to go to the va uh twice a year at a minimum but, oh, I bet that's fun from what I hear. Yes, <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> I bet. But yeah, it's it's kind of those things of, you know, early years, milestones are highly important. Milestones. Yeah. Because you're hitting and a lot of them at the beginning are also the the they're written down developmental milestones that you should be trying to find. Yeah. And, you know, that's fantastic. And just and just keep in mind that there's going to be milestones that you don't think about that happens like, and you're not going to remember. Like, I don't remember the very first time my daughter, when I said, you want to give daddy a hug? And she gave me a hug. Right. But I know each yeah. time she does it, it makes me happy. And it's one of those things that mm. I will always remember her doing it as a baby, as a little oh, girl right. and all this. Right. And just the different, like the different things like her talking the way she says goodbye and hello and thank you yeah you know it these are milestones that the, like the yeah. speaking is the milestone but the way your kids hitting the milestones the way they're doing the stuff mm -hmm. i think those are really and really remembering that moment not as as if you're trying to video record it in your head right that's kind of the the idea of like building building some good solid memories you know what i mean Right. Uh, you know, to me, to me at a younger age, uh, doing milestones and like uh, following examples and a lot, of, a lot of that stuff is learning, trying to trying to grow and develop and learn. And I mean, you're going to want to do physical ones, mental ones, you know, so on and so forth. I'll, I'll just multiple different kinds, you know, and though, at, you know, I would say from like five and earlier is all that, you know, developmental you know, learning, uh, getting physical, you know, being able to walk and lift things and pick things up, stand up, you know, sit down, you know, so on and so forth. Um, you know, play with keys like my daughter can put herself and undo herself in and out of the, the chair. But after five, um, I mean, it, and it's obviously not an exact line. There's forward or backwards, depending on your child and you. Um, but I would say after the age of like five, once you get start getting a little bit older, um, a lot of the milestones for me would be more um, lasting, long learning to have memories, you know, uh, building solid traditions in a family, you know, uh, creating lasting memories and something for them to latch on to. So they when they go and have their kids or even want it, it will not only will it may almost push them into wanting to have a kid of their own to right. enjoy those types of memories uh but they will want to create those type of memories as well for their child and and is as much as people don't want to think that stuff is you know very important it is you know lasting memories memories of your dad you know e even simple things like a smell um like my my grandfather had a distinct smell uh and i don't know why but he does you know um and as i'm getting older i'm finding you know biologically my smell actually is very similar to his i can act <laughs> i can smell it on my own clothes you know what i mean and that was a distinct smell that i would only smell on him and that created a memory in my mind 
So uh, it wasn't necessarily a milestone, but it was a lasting memory because they took me to Disney World when I was like eight. And they used to take me all the time. And my that was the only time my grandfather would ever pick me up. And that was the only time I was ever able to, like, smell my grandfather. So to me, that was a memory. You know what I mean? Now that I'm right. older, I could smell it in my own clothes. And I'm like, yeah, I smell like it. But my dad doesn't smell like it. And my brother doesn't smell like it. So it's weird. Like, me and my grandfather <laughs> have whatever that DNA gene is. You know, my dad just smells like brute. <laughs> brute See? clone. <laughs> See, I always, I still, like, my grandpa used to smoke Swisher Sweets. Yeah. And his final few years he gave up smoking mm. which i found odd that and he said he just he was just tired of tired of it and yeah. it was getting too it finally got to the point of the cost of it was not even worth yeah. it anymore and right. you know i still if i if i'm out and about and i smell somebody smoking a cigar especially right. a a swisher sweet i'll i'll kind of enjoy the smell yeah you'll look I'm back you, at that feeling or memory yeah yeah like sitting yeah. out in the junkyard in the barn with my grandpa and, or in right. his truck and all this. and But, it, yeah, I, I know that what you were saying, the smell. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I think I think milestones, the reason milestones have become and are as important as they are is outside of the developmental thing is these milestones are big memory makers. They're, right. like I said, like we said at the beginning, um, the first date, the first kiss, um, right. riding a bike, right. and they or create that, yeah, they create that sense of feeling, that sense of, um, in a weird way, sense of belonging. Um, especially if it's something you did, sense of accomplishment. You know, what I mean, so the, yeah, right. there's a bunch and of it. And I'll be honest, like riding a bike, and that's one thing is right. The one I'll be honest, I'm really looking forward to. I'm not wanting my kids to rush in their growing up by any means. Right. I mean, even as frustrating sometimes as I'm like, why don't you just do this like I want you to? I still don't want them to rush because, you know, on the same token, right. Yeah. I'm enjoying it, but yeah. I'm also looking forward to, like, I remember my stepdad, and I don't remember if I learned it or just learned it, but mm-hmm. I was, he would be pushing me in, on the bike and, holding the back and holding my shoulder and running with me and yeah you let go and and mind you there's no videos there's no photos no pictures of it and it it's a vague memory something that's stuck in my head and i still remember being on the sidewalk and i can picture it in my head but it's one of those things Mm -hmm. that the older you get the miles these milestones do kind of stick more in your mind and especially in your kids mind because they're they're stronger memories like you said you have the first time, say, the first time you let your kid do the prayer at Thanksgiving dinner. Right, or, yeah, for sure. Or you let them... Riding cut, a bike. That's yeah, a good one. riding a bike or cutting the ham at Christmas. Or yeah, you give them... First day of school. That's a big one. That's another well, huge one. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, I for some people. So. Yeah, for yeah. some people. Some people, but, yes other people know <laughs> but yeah i mean first day of going to like school or something like that or yeah right. maybe maybe it's off to college you know maybe yeah. it's your first job you know first car uh first, got your driver's license you know? yeah a lot of their first the things that you don't think about the mm-hmm. things of all these different firsts that because here's the thing is the older you get and at this point i can't tell you how many times now i'm able to say oh well that's a first for me yeah and right. at this point anytime i'm saying wow that's a first it's usually not in a good way <laughs> like, yeah wow right. is that guy wearing yoga pants that's yeah. a first exactly. yeah. not a good that's thing a first. yeah like, like I, I i still remember my first uh my first vehicle my first car yeah. um my first the first vehicle i ever bought was uh a brand spanking new off the lot toyota tacoma in 1999 uh, i know it's weird it's, uh, 1999 is 24 years ago it's odd to think of that i was uh i was 16 and i had worked all summer at a pizza joint uh down in south florida i saved up a bunch of money worked like i worked 
like it was like two or three summers, you know what I mean? And I worked through the year. I would work like two, three nights a week after school and stuff like that. Um, and I just saved every single penny. I never did anything or spent any of it, just saved every penny. And that Toyota Tacoma, brand new, off the lot, uh, hand wind windows, uh, an on or off AM radio, uh, <laughs> and a stick shift. And it had, oh, its air conditioner was AC on, heat on. And that was it. Or, you know, I mean, it had nothing in it. Simple, basic. Um, it cost me $11,000, brand new. And I saved every penny and bought it myself. It was a pretty cool little truck. See, my first car, my step, my stepdad and I worked on it, fixed mm. it up a bit, and we still had a long way to go. Yeah. I bought it off of him for three hundred dollars, nice. and I okay. got that from mowing yards, from shoveling right. snow, just money that I saved up and all this. Yeah, right. And selling candy in schools and getting in trouble for it. So, <laughs> but generally, you know, like. The first time that I worked on a car, that's a milestone. Right. Learn, yeah. you know, I, I will definitely, I learned how to change brakes. Yeah. But nowadays I can promise you, I'm not going to change the brakes on today's vehicles. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. in today's cars, heck, I don't even know if I'll change the oils in most of the cars right. nowadays. I could do it, but uh, nah, I just I don't know. Now, it's like, <laughs> even the changing some of these cars' oils are like, yeah. It's Not complex. to mention, most of the vehicles come with a warranty that's like a million years long. So if you go changing your oil yourself, you just ruin the warranty. And I'm, uh, I'd rather keep that warranty. Exactly. So I mean, just bring it to the oil place; they'll do it for fifty bucks. No big deal. <laughs> well, I when I bought my car, I got the um, I got the most basic model car I could get, mm. and it has an eight-year free oil change. Nice. That I got thrown in, and yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you know, eight years. I keep the car for eight years, trade yeah. it or sell it, right? Or give it to my son, one of the two. Right. You're doing real good if you're keeping a new car for eight years. <laughs> well, you figure a lot of cars. Like, let's see here, my wife's car. Yeah. We got it from my ma when she traded up for mm -hmm. a car. We bought the car off of her, or right. no, she she tr gave it to us for a trade and all this right i forget all the details exactly now but th that car is a 2010 that my mom bought brand new and right. then we've had it for almost eight years ourselves eight or nine years now ourselves yeah so it's lasting pretty good so the car is about 20 25 years coming up 24 years something like that yeah mm. so I mean, yeah. it's. I had a truck like that. My my mom bought a uh, Ford F two fifty. Yeah. It was like in like nineteen ninety nine. Uh, she, I mean, I had the Toyota at the same time. You know what I mean? Um, she had that truck for a few years, and then I, I, mean, I sixteen, I smashed the Toyota. So uh, my mom gave me her truck, or well, I I bought it from her, and she got uh, a smaller truck because she she just didn't like it. It's too big. But it was a 7.3 diesel, and honestly, I had that sucker all the way up until a few years ago. I had 450,000 miles on a thing, and I sold it for seven grand. <laughs> it was a good truck. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, that type of stuff, I mean, I would say it's important for kids to know all those milestones and have those different feats and different things they've completed, you know, give themselves an accomplishment, you know, um, you know, milestone of you know connecting with other kids and making friends and same thing with a girlfriend it gives you a sense of um sense of being a sense of feeling you know sense of uh you know sense of want of some maybe you know, the feeling that somebody wants you you know right uh self-worth i guess it is um so a lot of these things are are important you know what i mean um but it's, it was like i said earlier i mean i, I don't know there's some some things that I do feel um, as though they shouldn't be praised to death uh, when they get a little bit older. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, you know, such so, so simple things like, like you know, uh, if the kid brings home, you know, a, a test or whatever from school, a math test, you know, maybe they got like an in, in, uh, in 87 and they got a B. You know, I don't know. Is that a B these days? Uh, crap, I don't know. I don't know. It, 
you it's know. hard to tell with Common Core math nowadays. Right. Maybe they got you know whatever the grade is of a B. They got a they right. got a B on the math test. You know, hey, good job. You know, got a B. Yeah. Uh, better than what I did, but I think you can get an A next time. You know, what I mean, it gives them. You know, I'll help you. Let's get yeah. an A next time. You know, you give them that that <laughs> something to go for. You know, you're not just telling them good job. That's all you need to do in life. You know, I mean, yeah, you're but, telling them they did a good job, but they can do better. Exactly. Now, mind you, if they bring home a grade card that's all A's mm-hmm. and one B, you you should be sitting there praising them. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. On the same token, it's not, let's just, you can do better. It's right. praise them for the good things. Yeah. Praise and, them for the good. Yeah. And right. don't, it, at least in my view, don't, not yeah. everything has to be, you can do better, but yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah absolutely. generally right. don't don't make everything like the like they just climbed mm. Everest, but right, correct. At, that's that's the general consensus. Yeah, right. that was my my example might have been just a kind of a little. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to make the example, but yeah, absolutely. You don't want to make everything like they just jumped out of a parachute or out of a plane without a parachute and learned how to fly and then the first human being ever. You know, you yeah. don't want to make it like that because then they're going to think that's who they are. I'm Superman, well, what, you know, screw everything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody owes me and I don't need to do anything else. So right. you don't want to give them that mindset. But at the same time, you also don't want to, you don't, you, you also don't want to overdo the negativity. You, you do want to praise them. You know, you right. do want to give them that sense of accomplishment and self-worth. You know, if they do, yeah, like you said, if they get, if they get a report card. It's got, you know, four A's and one C on it. It's pretty freaking good, you know. That's, a, too lot bad. I, that's right. a whole lot better. I did in school. <laughs> right, that's a lot better than I did too. <laughs> and I, I'm here. I'm doing all right. I got a nice house and a nice family. You know, you know, I'm doing okay. You know, so it's it's. I mean, it's not all about you know pushing the kid to the highest level. Sometimes it is just about the memory. But there are some things you just need to be able to manage and understand which is which and focus on the better things, the worst things, the bad things and the good things. Uh, you know, help the kid along in the things they need help with. Let them know the things that they need help with. But when they have when they do good things, tell them about it. You know, give them that praise, you know, give them that self-worth, the, uh, the excitement you get from your dad telling you how did you good how, or how good you did. <laughs> how did you good? How good you did. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and that's one thing is the milestones, each milestone. And I guess that's one thing that fathers need to figure out is which milestone mm-hmm. to your kid. Because if you praise them for something they're extremely, like, they can care right. less about. Yeah. Like, you give them the great praise for if your kid's always bringing home A's every time. Mm-hmm. The likelihood of them being excited that they get an all-A grade card, they'll be happy about it, I'm sure. But yeah. But if if your kid's been straight A's since first grade, then and they're in seniors, yeah. yeah. But I wouldn't say praise them like there's no tomorrow on that. But right. if your kid's also been working hard on learning or building something, right, and they finish it, build it, then praise them for that. So you'll know your kids and all this, but right. figure out the things yeah. that they worked hard on. Praise them for what they worked hard on because. Right. You want it's an your even kids. keel essentially. It's right. a, it's an evenness. You you have to be able to understand and manage which one's which. You know what I mean? You don't want to overly tell how great your kid is, but you also don't want to bash them. You don't want to put them down to the point where they hate themselves. You know what I mean? Right. You, you gotta you gotta level it out appropriately, which is a hard thing to do. It's part of being a parent, though. Oh, it. I think yeah. being a parent is, and we're just at the beginning. It's technically at the beginning of this rodeo. I think being a parent is one of the hardest and greatest jobs you can get and right. take on because yeah. not everyone that has a kid steps up to be a parent. Yeah, and, yeah absolutely. And I mean, that's, that's kind of why, like, I'll be honest, yeah, most of my memories are, most of the memories I have of a father figure being there for my my milestones, the bike riding learning how to drive, things like that. Like, I still remember when I got my driver's license, I bragged to my stepdad, mm-hmm. and I remember that, but I can honestly say I don't remember if I told my biological dad or not if I got it or if I did. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things that 
you have to these memories are important they're memories that's going to be something the kids are going to be remembering one way or another as they get older and it was well the phrase i was just thinking of we'll have on another topic because i already have that in mind but generally it's it's we need to do what we can to be there for the milestones i think yeah, you need right. to figure out what milestones are going to be the important one for your kids because, as we said, not every milestone is going to be equally the same to your kid for the level of importance. For everything, right? Yeah, I mean, so, yeah. So like, like uh, I was I was on Facebook and all that stuff earlier. I found this this video um, of this guy, and I mean, it was it was a good video. I mean, it made it made me like I was like. Oh, Oh, Jesus, such a good dad. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, shoot, like the the entire idea of it, you know what I mean? Whether right. it is a good milestone, a bad milestone, whether you're praising or telling the kid they can do better to be to build the milestone up or whatever it is, the ultimate idea behind it is to, you know, show up for your kid, be there, you know, be a dad, you know, you know, oh, show yeah. them you're there for them, you know, and that that was essentially the video, you know. It was, I mean, it was a, a little girl up on stage. You know, it's first time she ever, it was probably like the first time she ever did a, a you know, a perform, a singing performance or whatever it was. And right. I mean, you could see the girl's face. You know, she goes, she's doing this and she's mouthing to her buddy, oh, my daddy's here, my daddy's here, you know. And she's like doing this and pointing and everything else. So it just, oh, I think I've seen that video before. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's something just, similar to it at least. Right. Yeah. There's two or three of them out there. Um, I had one like a couple years ago that I posted. It was a little, little girl. Like she's like two or three. And right. As soon as she's seen her dad, her eyes lit up and she's like, ah, she's kicking her feet. Uh, uh, that this, might be the one I thought of. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. This one was like a girl. She was, she's clearly about 13 to 15 range. Um, she, she was up on stage and stuff. And man, there's, that was the, that was the idea. She, dad was there. You know what I mean? That was all that counted. It's all that mattered. Right. Matter, you know. So, well, let's let's wrap this up so we don't make this go too long because yeah, for sure. obviously you and I definitely can go on some rants and some conversations. And there, there's a reason that these aren't half an hour shows and we have to stop ourselves at an hour length <laughs> or an hour ish, an hour ish, something. Yeah. 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 So let's do this. First off, you just at the day of this recording, you just announced that. Pancakes with your dad's or with your dad is up live and yeah. for everyone to see. It's being announced and out there for the world to enjoy. Yeah. Resources, so all that the there. Yeah. Where where can people find Mr. Pancake online? Find the right. pancake with your dad's, which is what you are push you have going right now. Where can they yeah. find that? So we have uh, pancakeswithyourdad.com. That's the new website. We just announced it today. Uh, Thank you to you for you know helping me through all that and helping me build it, uh, getting it on your platform thing. Um, we got that going. We we there's a lot of stuff on there. Uh, you know resources. You know a couple of children's books, um, some book ideas, magazines, stuff like that. Um, cooking. You know there's a couple things. So there obviously there will intentionally over time be more, um, but at the at the moment it is at least up and running. Um, you can go there and see everything. Uh, your best way to connect and contact me is definitely through like Facebook Messenger or uh, I think you can do Instagram. I mean, you can reach out to me just on any of the platforms, but I have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Truth Social and LinkedIn. Um, those are the the main uh, platforms. Uh, hopefully in time we get some more. Um, but I know Twitter does a messenger. You can message me on there um, if you're on Truth Social. Great. Uh, you can definitely uh, send me a friend request. I'll friend request you back. Uh, shoot me a message there. Um, pretty much any of the platforms. Um, I do have the email address. Uh, I still need to connect to it. What is it? What is it? Info at uh, pancakeswithyourdad.com. Yep. So generally, yeah. and a lot, I believe we have the contact me page set up as well at the yeah. website. So if you don't want to remember, the website or the email address, which I believe the email address is shown on the contact page as well. Yes, and if it's yeah, not, it I'll fix that. But 
yeah. generally you can go there and put in a, the contact us page you, mm-hmm. and it'll shoot a message to Mr. Pancake and right. him or his lovely wife both would probably imagine answer mm-hmm. it if there's depending on the question and yeah, what's I have you because you and your yeah, wife have we're both not been rich working and on the famous people. I'm nobody special, you know. I'm not, you know, I don't get thirty-five thousand messages a day, you know. <laughs> so if you message me and email me and want to ask a question or uh want you know, want to know something, maybe even collaborate with something, it doesn't matter, whatever the case may be. You message me, there's like a ninety-nine point nine percent chance I'm gonna message you back, you know, and we're gonna talk about something, whatever the case may be. So right. And for uh, me, a lot of it's callwithdads.com mm. where you there's a contact us on there where you can reach out to me reach out to mr pancake um our links for reaching out to both of us really are on there to be able to yeah. reach out to us i have an author page that i run and right. my gremlin publishing which i basically manage the podcast and my mm. books through so Generally, we try to do everything we can to make it as easy to find us if you want. You can also go to Call With Dads, and I think even, no, I don't think Mr. Pan, or Pancakes With Your Dads has it, but Call With the, Call with Your Dads has a voice option where you can leave a message up yeah. to 90 seconds, tell us what you think, ask us a question, and who knows, if we feel that it's a good question that you have or a comment that we want to share, your voice could possibly be heard on the show because yeah. well i i love having people hear the good words and the good questions of what people have to say right. so i mean generally we're easy to find we're easy to contact both mr pancake and i ea maynard or eric maynard however you want to call me are literally very easy to speak with we're not combative we're not we don't think of ourselves as anything more than we are other than two dads with crazy kids and one that's just running into the room now so with that before he starts making a fuss and as you can hear the banging around there he is and there he is so with that (laughs) let's end the show and i have to deal with a little five and a half six year old little rambunctious boy (laughs) all right man all right (laughs) all right talk to you later talk to you later